Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Congratulations, you made it, we made it, to Season 7 of Executive Presence Morsels. I wanted to share something with you that I really get a lot of benefit and enjoyment out of. So when I'm talking to someone or coaching someone on executive presence or leadership principles and strategies, sometimes I get such tremendous insights and ideas which just blow me away just as we're discussing things and I ask an open-ended question. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to use that. I'm going to fold that into my own coaching and teaching. And I just love the diversity of thought and the innovation that people have. And oftentimes people have these amazing answers and they don't even realize they have them. They just need to think about them or look at them in a different way or have someone, a friend, a coach, a trusted coworker kind of pull it out of them. So what I often do is sometimes I even work them into these episodes and I do give credit where credit is due. So what I'd like to ask for you as season seven begins is a very specific question. So we've been talking a lot about the principles of executive presence, and I'm curious, how would you take these principles or even your own thoughts about executive presence, how do you, how do you deploy them to actually generate executive presence? I'd love to hear your strategy, your steps, right? One step, two step, three steps, however many. What would be kind of your thinking and your process? And you can leverage kind of the methodology that I've shared with you in terms of the definition, as well as the six degrees of executive presence. You could leverage someone else's methodology or you could generate your own. Either way, would love to hear from you. Please leave a voicemail on Anchor FM or send me an email at joe at connectioncounselor.com. Great. So today I'm going to share with you the first part of a three-part executive presence process. And what I mean by that is a way to apply everything we've learned from a practical perspective, right? Not just intellectual, but what do you actually do to generate the executive presence? You have the foundation, you understand the concepts, right? But now you have to actually generate it and employ it. So you could learn how to swing a golf club, that's great, but now you actually have to use it in competition in particular scenarios. So there's three parts. Uh, the three parts are what I like to call the pain, is part one. Part two is what's next. And part three is the point. And today I'll just be going over part one, which is the pain, and then I'll proceed in the next few episodes to tackle the second and third parts. So imagine you're in a situation and you need executive presence. It's a big meeting, you have to give a big speech, it's a difficult situation, and everyone's kind of either looking to you or this is your opportunity to really distinguish yourself as a team member with outsized executive presence, which is gonna give you more opportunities in the future if you deliver. And you know all these concepts, but you're like, so what? Like, what do I actually do when I'm in there? So the first part of the process which I call the pain, right? You sit back and you think about where is the pain in this situation? 
right? Executive presence is usually in the context of something needs to be done, something needs to be carried out, someone needs to lead. And that typically means there's a pain, there is something that's not happening or there's something that's stopping the thing from happening, happening, right? So this could be in various situations, it could be in a moment, right? There's a moment that happens where everyone's like, oh no, what do we do? And it's a moment for someone to step up. It could be in a meeting, whether it's virtual or live, right? The meeting stalls or it's the beginning of the meeting or the end of the meeting. Who's going to deliver with executive presence? Or it could be what I like to call in a melee, right? The definition for melee is a confused struggle, especially a hand-to-hand -hand fight among several people. That we're speaking uh, metaphorically, <laughs> not actually fight club or UFC uh, on executive presence morsels. So the first step is to really identify what that pain is because that's the problem that needs to get solved. That's the point at which people are thinking, okay, someone who can help handle this pain has some executive presence. They're inspiring confidence in, in them that, you know, that they can lead. So the first part to think about is what is the pain? So as you go throughout your day today, think about situations that come up. Not the actual surface level problem, right? There's a surface level problem like someone won't call you back or the quality of something is not good enough. But what is the pain beneath it, right? Why does it matter? Who is it hurting? How does it upset or make less likely the success of the overarching goal. Who does it affect, right? The customer, uh, the team, your company, all of the above. When you get clarity around the pain, that is the starting point for generating executive presence. So in tomorrow's episode, I'm going to cover the next concept, which is what do you do now, now that you've figured out the pain? I call it what's next. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How are you feeling right now in this moment? 
I love asking that question because it really gets to the root of presence and executive presence. I'll share a little bit for myself. I'm feeling pretty good right now and feel pretty energized. So hopefully through this podcast, you can receive some of that energy and be affected by it in a positive way. And if you're low on energy, be a little bit more energized as you go throughout your day. And that's really the way presence works, right? We are uh, configured or the way our bodies and systems work is we're supposed to affect each other and supposed to be impacted by other people's presence and feelings and state of being. It's, it's a mistake to think that it's just what people say or do. Presence matters. So I often like to ask people on a podcast or otherwise, like, how are you feeling right now? Because it really tells a lot more than kind of the standard polished answers people give about, you know, this is what I do and whatever, whatever, that doesn't really share with you their presence and their state of being. Now, in our previous episode yesterday, we did part one of the three-part executive presence process, right? And by executive presence process, I meant how do you actually take these concepts which we've been learning and use them in a practical way to generate executive presence. And the first thing we talked about was what's the pain, right? What's the specific problem, the situation that needs to be solved for which you do need a leader, right? You need someone to step up and the person who does step up and is likely going to be followed the best is the one who has the most executive presence. So what comes next? After you've identified the pain, we're going to move on today to talk about the next step, which coincidentally is called what's next. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.